1: joined today by Davo and Matt. Gents, how are we doing? All good. All good? Enjoy your weekends?
2: No, not particularly, no. no not after Saturday, but look, it is <laughs> yeah. what it is.
1: Uh,
2: lively Saturday for some of us.
0: <laughs> Matt, how are you doing? I'm good. Lovely, lovely fall day here in Canada, so it's perfect, perfect weather.
1: Awesome, awesome. Right, for those of you, I mean, you must know the routine right now, but Davo and Matt have picked a winner each and a loser each. I'm just going to have a bit of a discussion about them and just have a bit of a laugh, really. So, Matt, let's start with you. Let's have your winner.
0: Uh, My winner this week, pretty low-hanging fruit, but uh, Erling Haaland and an honourable mention for Kevin De Bruyne. uh, They are making a fucking mockery of the league as it stands. And De Bruyne's got 20 goal involvements in 10 games between the league and Champions League this year. That's two a game. It's it's FIFA on beginner level numbers that he's putting up and they're just making it look so easy. Like it seems that nobody can stop him, And the threat that everybody has to realize that hauling poses now is giving Kevin De Bruyne so much space with the ball. Every I've watched pretty much every one of city's games so far this year for as long as I could stomach it. And, he just picks the ball up in the space between the midfield and the defense and there's nobody around him and he can pick his head up and just pick out that pass to the back post. And it's a fucking tap in for Holland. Uh, it like it's De Bruyne has a goal and eight assists in the premier league in eight games got another two assists in the champions league. Like they are just absolutely flying. You know, they haven't played a great defense yet, but man, it's, uh, Holland was tough when we faced him when he was 18 and he's got, you know, good three full seasons under his belt now since then and he's he's only gotten better. So like unless both of them get injured, it's hard to see them not tearing up record books in terms of their offensive output. It pisses you off that it's with Manchester City because if it was, you know, in Spain or Italy or something like that, you could just sit back and marvel. So for people that aren't Liverpool fans or don't have a vested interest in it, or for the small handful of them that exist actual City fans it's gotta be heady days being able to watch these guys because they uh, they're really really putting the boots to the rest of the league.
1: Yeah, I mean Davo, it's um what, three hat tricks in eight games, which I think the next person closest to doing that was something like twenty it's like forty, fifty games before they got to that zone. I, so I think it was Michael Owen, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah Michael it, Owen on forty eight. So you're not supposed to mean. break records by forty games.
1: Do you know what I mean? That's that's ridiculous. But one thing I think probably has gone on the radar with Harland is, look, everyone knows, I think there's a big big talk about, you know, when, apart from apart from scoring, you know, he he doesn't give up much link play. But I think what's really underrated is his movement. Because the positions he gets himself in and the space
2: he creates, it doesn't matter if he has eight touches, because about three of them are goals. No, listen, I think Carragher did a bit of a piece on him tonight, Monday Night Football, just to have a little subtle movements where he's like... He, he's, it doesn't look like he's doing much but he's he's throwing the defender off and he's, he's making the space to bury it now listen there is an awful lot of Kev had so he's terrified and listen he, he has put the shits up a lot of centre-backs uh, and parents again Carragher spoke about that tonight about dropping deep and where you should be and where you shouldn't be but Listen, he's, he's he what's he's, what's is he eight goals off last year's golden boot numbers. What's he or nine goals and there's yeah. only eight ga- only eight games gone, he's he's absolutely frightening. He he really is, he's absolutely frightening and it's like the thing about it is is like even with the Bellingham talk between ourselves and other clubs and whatnot, like the two of them were at Dortmund to get on Dortmund lost games. They weren't good, they were very inconsistent. Um really, really, really inconsistent uh cost manager's jobs. Um but with the system he's gone into there at City and how strong they are and how um how buttoned up they are from top to bottom. It's just it's really Matt said low hanging fruit. It really is it looks like a gimme for them, doesn't it? This year it's, it could it could get messy if if, if we don't up our ideas. Arsenal might have a wobble. If we don't up our ideas, it could really be a fucking twenty point league win. Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, it does feel it does feel that way. I mean, at the moment, I think I think oh, Folks more should be trying to even get two wins in a row would be, yeah, be a nice exactly. start. I mean yeah, one would yeah. be quite I mean if you quite actually oppose not sure we actually win one game, you know. So you know that's <laughs> if any luck, if can't win two in a row without winning one. I know right. not, struggling to get to one at the moment. That's the uh, concern thing. So I mean look, at the moment, I think the only thing that stops Harland now is Harland, you know. Yeah. And the, the only concern people ever had about him really was he had a bit of a, an injury record, which was he did pick up a lot of muscle injuries. Mm. But look, at the moment, he's flying. and yeah. that's the only thing that stopped him score probably scored at 40, 50 goals at Dortmund. And yeah. it's, that's that's how desperate it is, where you, your only hope for Haaland is, well, he might pick up a niggle. You know, because yeah. nope, at the moment, not many clubs seem to know a way of stopping him.
0: Well, when when does City play Everton and will Jordan Pickford be available for that game? You know, that's that's kind of the level that you're getting to with. How do you how do you deal with them? Because like I do have to say, though, I, I was kind of paying attention to his touches in the game yesterday. And there was at least three times I can recall where he dropped back into the defensive half and gave the ball away. Like he picked it up like he was trying to link up, like dropping deep like Harry Kane. And his first touch was just terrible. And it created an opportunity for United to break the other way. And so they just like, he's designed by Cyberdyne Systems and he does one thing and one thing only, and it's fucking score goals. Like, it's must be nice. So to be able to defend with nine players and just be able to afford, you know, having him sit up there.
1: Yeah, Lord of the Says, I. One big problem at Dorm was he was in and out of the team a lot because of injuries. Uh, the team would be used a certain way and then they wouldn't be able to readjust when he came back. So, yeah, you know, there is there is that. But, I mean, look, I think too much early on the season was made up the fact that he barely had touches outside the box.
2: Ultimately, he's the ultimate goal-scoring machine. As long as he's getting I you know, that I the, goals, he, he I think he out the amount touches yesterday. Yeah. I think he released the amount of touches on the pitch yesterday. Mm.
0: Like, the game from last has- has- season... Has- has- like so yeah, where where Lukaku only had what was it six touches of the ball and two of them were from you know a kickoff at the center circle. He didn't score that game. Like if he had had six touches but finished with two goals, people would be talking about it. You know, like look at what he did. He did almost nothing in the game and still got two goals, and that's what Holland's doing at the moment. So, yeah, it's uh, it's hard to look past him. I don't think anybody's had him yet so far this season. So I figured I'd tick that one off the list because you can't really be doing this show when a guy's going at almost two goals a game and not mention him as the fucking winner. So Yeah. Should have captained be... him in the fantasy. Don't know why I didn't. That was stupid. Yeah.
1: But then again, no no one City if Holland, they get injured they just bring in that uh lad Alvarez. he'll probably he'll probably yeah, just be like Haaland too. it It'd yeah. be Harlan two fucking yeah. I, <laughs> I think
2: I think Mao has the record, doesn't he? Thirty two league goals in that uh in that mad season in the Premier League record. I think that's that's probably in jeopardy now, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it feels like, it feels like that could be smashed by quite some mm. distance if he carries on at this race.
2: If he carries it, on at this rate, obviously, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's a long season, like, but it doesn't feel like he's going to slow up, you know. But is, is anyone really that surprised? I think everyone really expected Haaland just to be a brilliant goal scorer. But mm. yeah,
0: yeah, thanks, well, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm already on a down,
1: and you're adding to me day. Thanks for that.
0: What Kev says there, like, it's just easier said than done to shut him down, but you have to stop his service. And that's why I had to mention Bruyne. because, like, it's one mm. thing if you're just firing balls in from the wings. You know, he doesn't have Stuart Downing whipping balls into the box for him. He has got the best midfield player in the world right now, who's absolutely in top, top form. So, yeah.
1: And the other lads aren't too bad. Foden, Gundogan, they're, they're not bad players to throw in. Bernardo yeah. Silva, yeah. you know, it's, it's nice having lads who. Set loads of goals up, and it? it's great,
0: yeah. <laughs> Don't run a line,
1: uh, right? Keeping this happy, happy train, then uh, Davo, let's talk about your loser.
2: Uh, mine was listen, I didn't do it in Liverpool, I think it's been kind of done to death a bit, so I, I went for a more of a North London team. My loser is Conte at the weekend, Antonio Conte. A um, few little murmurings around on Twitter things popping up about fans not really happy. of... About the, the style of the play and whatnot, which I can't really understand because if they hadn't watched it before, it was inter teams and, and stuff like that. But I think generally, I've watched it, I've seen a little bit of them this year. Sports and other games haven't really impressed me. They've been winning games, but I'm not really being convincing. And they actually remind me a lot. And they're a better version of stupid as it sounds as Leicester that won the league in, in uh, 2016, wasn't it? Hmm. They're a, they're a better version because player per player, they're obviously a better side. Leicester obviously went on and in the league, but I, I think Arsenal was different the weekend. It was a derby Arsenal um, put their stamp in the game, but I think from general for other teams, give them the ball is the way to beat sports. I don't really think they want it. I don't really think they've they much creative in there. Um, in, the run in, last, in, in the run-in last year, it was the game where I looked at an hour running going, it's an awful game for us because... They just want to sit back, sit back, sit back and hitting the counter. They don't want the ball. And obviously it turned out that way we end up we uh, end up getting a draw with a deflected goal. So he's he's probably my loser of the weekend just because it was kind of a game to go in and try and do something different. Now listen, having said that, Cardigan alluded to it tonight, there were probably one or two final balls away. They might have been going and in leading the halftime, but Arsenal bet the breaks off them for a half an hour. Obviously, he gets the man sent off. He brings on five defenders, so they don't get tonked, But I think they got all laid off the park did they for the last twenty five minutes when he brought them all on. And it was more. It was. It's been more. I think a lot of sports fans will tell you that's been coming. And with a few murmurs around on Twitter, there was a couple of Pochettino stuff mentioned. And listen, I don't think anyone their fan their fans want Conte out, but not a good weekend for sports at all.
1: No, Matt, I mean, I don't know. My, my opinion, I've made it with Spurs, is I felt the squad they have and the way the style of football they're going to play will be more than enough to guarantee top four. I just don't feel that squad's quite there yet to be a 95-point squad. And ultimately, that's the world we're in now. If you want to win a league, you've got to get to mid-90s. And I just mm. don't think they quite got that. And, you know, it'd be interesting how they cope regularly with the three games a week with Europe because that's where the rotation I mean, look, that. That's gonna. That's the thing you got to get used to. So, but it it was interesting because it was it was the flip for Arsenal because always always Arsenal go well if they do well until they have a big test. This is this is a big test that Arsenal have passed and Spurs again I probably fell short on another big test.
0: Yeah, it, Conte, you would imagine would be disappointed in the result from that because they just the game was set up for them. Like Kevin, and I watched it on the watch along and. It played out exactly how you thought it was going to play out. Arsenal was going to try to take the game to them at home. They would allow Spurs to sit back and try to hit on the counter. And that's how the game played out. But Spurs just, they just weren't good enough for it. And it got real negative. And I mean, of course, the red card absolutely kills the game. But what you said about the, the squad of them going forward, you know, everybody's kind of got, if you're playing European football, everybody's kind of got nine games in four weeks coming up here in October. And... I like, haven't really seen anything of Jed Spence. Sessegnon isn't getting a lot of runouts there. Karasic is 33, can't play every game. Emerson Royale is not good enough. You know, Matt Doherty doesn't seem to be trusted. So it's going to be very interesting for Conte when he has to... He's going to be forced to rotate his squad a little bit more. Same thing goes for Arsenal. Uh, you know, they've been riding the same horses pretty heavily. But it's, it's sad that Richarlison seems like he's actually... Fitting in quite well at Spurs, he might not be the odd man out. I thought at the start of the season that it was going to be the three from last season were going to hold their place in the team. But uh, out of all the Spurs players going forward, he was actually somewhat the liveliest of them. But Harry Kane must have thought it was August, like he he was pretty anonymous for most parts in that game. So, but what Davo said, it's will the fans hold out for long? Because yeah, if I'm watching that, I'm I'm not very happy watching that as a Spurs fan. And it's different when he can guarantee you results. But now you got the noisy neighbors there in Arsenal doing a lot better than anybody expected them to do. Chelsea's probably going to be expected to kick back up now that they've got a new manager in. United has not been quite as terrible, maybe, maybe not, as you thought after the first three weeks of the year. Yeah, we've fallen off, but I don't think you know Spurs fans are going to be thinking that they're not going to have to battle it out with us if they want to get into the Champions League. So it's... It's a if it, there's a good group of teams that are going to be fighting it out for the places underneath city this year, and if Spurs fans don't get that and have to sit through a season of watching that football, their heads might just go. Or the inverse, Conte might just do a Conte and say something crazy. And
2: you don't get much of a shelf life for them, really, dear. Like it's 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 going to be a couple of years. If it's not this season, it'll probably be the end of next season where. Where he goes, he might burn the place down the way it was. Well, with, with the way he is, all he does is scream from our players. The, the the player he really needs is he needs a new goalkeeper, and he has for a yeah. and he has for, and he has for a while. Um, I saw it's, some stuff about with, it, it, him, our Ramsdale. As was as a Ramsdale, the better keeper. To don't I think the fucking boat, in American gray great at all, at all. But listen, obviously that's a an argument between Arsenal and Spurs fans of sports. They need a goalkeeper. Yeah. so got Richard Emerson Royale. I don't think he's good enough. That Nick system, Pope
0: would yeah. Nick Pope would have been a great upgrade for Spurs to get.
2: Yeah, lost, know, it, 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 big,
0: commanding.
2: Not great it, it, with the ball at his feet, though. I think that's what I think that's what a lot of top clubs are looking for now. Listen, Loris yeah. isn't brilliant either. He's better than Pope uh, with his feet, but. I wouldn't say he's I wouldn't say he's excellent with it, but you've you've a lot of players there that with the previous managers weren't doing it. Either oh, looks a Dyer um, do you know what I mean? Uh, Heuberg in midfield, he's just a workhorse, he's a water carrier. I oh, know can't they? I love him. Stuff like that Matt Matt, Matt Paris is just 33. He can't do what week in, week out. Um, so the question question marks about Spurs after a, I think the media have been pumping them up an awful lot since the start of the season uh, as the ones that run city close, but. From what I've seen, I don't think it's going to be down not I think at the current form, the only, the only club that seems to be Arsenal, and, I, and look, I, mm. I still think at some
1: point Arsenal will fall away, only because I do think three games a week, uh, Europa League football, it always seems to catch everyone up eventually. If you're in Europa League, it does seem to catch them mm. eventually. The only good thing for Arsenal, they've had such a good start, is they've given themselves a great base to... He'd give himself a chance of having a go at something this year, which is what they wanted better than probably quite a few other clubs. But the only thing we can't see is if he does or when he does go, he does tend to leave a bit of chaos at most clubs he leaves at. It's he's um he's very Mourinho in, in a lot of ways, which um I know is not a very popular opinion, but they are very similar in styles of play and the way they leave clubs, so you know,
0: well, there's selfishness. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about Mourinho for Mourinho, and it's all about Conte for Conte. So, mm. if it requires them to, you know, toss a match over their shoulders, they're walking out the door. Shines a good light on him.
2: Yeah, all, listen, all he said in Inter Milan when he was there was he wanted more players, more players, more players, more players. So, yes, so kept kept screaming to the bar for more players, and they said we have got no to, money. got no Bones money. we the place down. I'm off, I'm off. on my way. Then see so you later. Like yeah, exactly. We haven't got, got any money. We have to we have to do uh, bits and pieces. And and Inter, he's left, and in Inter being really competitive. They won it. Too. Did Did Zaggy win it with them? Yeah, they yeah, think Two they won seasons it too, ago. Yeah, they won it two yeah. seasons ago. Obviously, Milan picked them uh, last year. I think that keeper threw one in him with a couple of games to go, a reserve keeper, and uh, Fiorentina or somewhere like that. And they, do, they 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 could they couldn't get it back then against Milan. So. They've been very competitive since he left, and, and they've obviously had to cut that cloth to suit after uh, the financial meltdown that was going on with the, the Chinese owners there and all. So, look, he's he's in at sports now, and I think a lot of sports fans are going to be there's been looks, his style of play isn't great. So, I'd imagine, like uh, Matt said, if the results aren't there, it's, uh, it's a hard watch.
0: And because, like, the fans they know they've got the players to play exciting football. Like, Hyunman's son can play exciting football. Harry Kane can play exciting football. Richarlison, you know, it's a featherless bird, but he can do exciting things. To, like, to see them shackled like in the way that it seems Conte is going to have them set up after a while, it's just going to start to grate on the fans.
1: Yeah, but I mean, to us, it's no surprise. 3 5 2 is what he plays. He always plays a back three, mm-hmm. he always plays two wing backs. So, if should just, a bit like with Spurs fans going, mm-hmm. I don't know what else you expected. You knew this is what you are going to get. So, look, at the end of the season, if you get some top four and get some a decent cup run or get some quite far in Europe, isn't that kind of what you want? Establish Mm. yourself in top four and then you look to kick on again next season. You know, if you don't get top four with this style of play, then fine. You can understand then. But I think any Spursans who have murmurings that are not very happy, I think it's a little bit a bit early, I think, for that sort of talk. Mm. But we'll see. Obviously, it hurts more because it's a... It's your local yeah, rivals. It's, it. yeah. it's a club they don't want to you don't want to lose to if, you, if you're a Spurs fan and I get that it's, it's the equivalent to us losing to Everton or United. You just you know we've already experienced that you just don't want that in your life. But we will see. We'll see if Conte vanishes at some point. Speaking of vanishing, look, Matt's laughing already. IP vanish. Let's get let's get these out of the way. Red Steve's already blew up on the chat over <laughs> IP vanish. So for those of you guys who don't know now, IP vanish are a VPN. Service which will keep you truly private and secure on the internet. It will encrypt 100% of your data. That'll be all your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and much more. And it'll keep you out of the eyes of any undesirables. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. That's from computers, tablets, phones, and FireSticks with streaming uh, services. And for you guys, they are offering you 70% off their yearly plan and give you a 30 day money back guarantee. Uh, so basically, getting nine months for free. And these guys are rated 4.6 out of five on Trustpilot. So if you want the deal, details are in the description below. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. There we go. So that's the first one. I've, that's the first one done. Speaking of making things vanish, if you're sick of listening to Steve McBannabin or Rio Ferdinand, you don't want BT Sports, try Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus now you can get it with Sky or I believe Matt, it's about ten euro a month.
0: Yeah, something like. Not available in Canada, so I don't have to worry about it.
1: But if you got a VPN, you'd be all right to get it. Yeah. Just, just a thought for you. But Use yeah, like
0: Canadian services,
1: <laughs> so they mm-hmm. they've got all the exclusive rights to Champions League and slightly better punditry, and you don't look, have to listen to them. They won't, Island.
0: they won't have injury time though, will they? Like right at ninety minutes, that's when their broadcast ends.
1: No idea no idea no
0: no it does include injury time and stoppage time and any extra know. time that's the joy of paramount plus you know the other broadcasters right at 90 minutes they stop showing the game but paramount plus you get to see every single sweat soaked second of soccer action oh i said the s word fucking hell that's word. It's in the it's in the ad <laughs> copy man
1: <laughs> cool and our final partner is better help no bear with me i'll make sure i read this properly uh so if you're thinking of getting yourself therapy give better help a try it's a great option it's convenient accessible affordable and entirely online get matched with a therapist after after filling out a brief survey and switch to therapists at any time so if you guys want to take this up go to betterhelp.com forward slash daytrippers that's betterhelp.com forward slash daytrippers and get 10 percent off your first month right there we go. That's the bills paid for. me job now. Right. You've done that so, brilliant, I have to say. Chris. Brilliant. Better than Gav. <laughs> oh, well. Not quite, not quite good as Matt's, though. Matt still has the best IP Vanish intro I've ever heard in my life. Uh, right. Let's go back to Matt and let's talk about your loser of the week. Who's your loser of the week?
0: Okay. My loser of the week is the legacy or what is becoming of the legacy of Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, I think for his, he's one of these legacy players, the him and Messi conversation going on. Lionel Messi is banging in goals for Paris Saint-Germain. You know, playing on one of the most exciting teams with the hot young superstars on their team, has a chance to win another Champions League, and Ronaldo can't get off the bench. You know, I know that game was done, but you know, you think he'd throw him out there for a few minutes just so he can pad his goal stats. I think he's sitting on 649 league goals for his entire career and Ten Hag just obviously doesn't want him. like, and good on him. Like if it comes down to, he didn't like how Ronaldo kind of tried to force a move at the end of the window. And now Ten Hag is showing him who's the boss around the club. Good for him. I mean, that's good management, but uh, yeah, just watching the, you know, the obligatory shot of Cristiano Ronaldo on the bench during that drubbing they took from city and just thinking like, what has he? like what have you come to so like just doing a little prep before here um last season was his worst league finish in his entire career he's never finished lower than sixth last season with manchester united and 18 goals last year it's only the what one two three four five about 13 years since ronaldo hasn't scored 20 league goals so he's just kind of tapering off and I think what he was trying to do by going to Juventus and, you know, winning a few Scudettos with Italy, he should have looked to go to Germany or someplace, you know, or back to Portugal just to try to keep padding out because while Messi is continuing to go up and up and be at the highest level, like Cristiano Ronaldo is fading into obscurity. And I might actually be tongue in cheek with my winners and losers this week. Cause it doesn't bother me at all. Cause I've never really liked Cristiano Ronaldo. So Seeing him have to sit on the bench for Man United that's, you know, getting hammered and him not being able to affect it is okay by me, so. (laughs) And, yes, Steve, I have notes. I take this seriously. I haven't been doing it that long. I'm not, you know. Steve, he doesn't have notes.
1: He doesn't have notes. He's just got an empty pad that he's ruffling just to make it sound like Ah, he knows what he's doing. Tons. He's he's doing the Jamie Carragher routine. I've seen this I've seen this game before. Davo, see, I mean, look. I
0: I did extra studying. I bought Shawnee Lawson's new book Intensity out in stores now. So should really I check did. it out.
1: I thought they couldn't see me to read that. Um <laughs> less said about that the better. I'm trying to be positive today. It's not, it's not they good all got a well. copy. <laughs> Davo, I mean look, Ronaldo is one of the, one of the great goal scorers, but is he just gone stale? Is it the team is in making it go a bit stale because it the team, the way United are Isn't trying it, to get out, it doesn't suit him. It
2: was, but listen, it was, it was, yeah, listen, it was, it was coming a mile off. As in, they, listen, they they got done again, they got done up like a kid, again, they signed Alexis Sanchez, paid him a fortune because he was going to go to City. looked like Ronaldo was going to go to City. they stepped in again to throw the span of the works listen to some stuff I, I can remember listening to some stuff when he was on his way there and James Horncastle from BT that covers the Italian league said look he'll score goals but he says Juventus year on year since he came in have scored less goals as a team He scored goals but Juventus is uh Juventus is goal tally as a team down year on year when he was there he said it was possibly, it was possibly going to be uh, happening you know I think that did happen at you know I think they, they they dropped down I could, could be wrong there listen he scored goals but they were poison um, there was an, Eng- an English media fell on, but it was going to say, "No, no, no, no that kind of will the happen happened." And in fairness, the he hit the nail on the head. I think, listen, not mention it there. I think not like for the package that's involved in him, like it's not Messi or it's not PSG coming in and taking Messi, where they can for a lot of money and That's obviously off the table. If Messi wasn't at PSG, you'd imagine Ronaldo would have ended up there. That's not on the table. For the package that's involved with in, him, as in wages, etc., etc., nobody wants him there's, there's not a club that there's not a club in Europe that wants him for the wages he's on. For him, Matt mentioned padding out stuff. He wants to play Champions League because Messi will get closer to his goals and it'll all be that kind of thing. That tiff or Tat with Messi, he should have went he he should have went to United, said, Listen, let me go back to Portugal. Uh don't take a fee. Don't pay me up the rest of the contract. And he should have then went to Sporting Lisbon gone listen, I'll play for 20 grand a week. Doesn't need the money. Yep. Why does he need to go there and be, be on 500 grand a week or 400 grand a week? He doesn't need the money. So, like, it's his own fault as well. Like, partly. Listen, I know there's more to it than that, but if he wanted, like, Ten Hag doesn't want them. So, if he, Ten Hag doesn't want them at all. So, I'd imagine if, if they all had a sat down and said, listen, I want to go. Can, can I get back to Portugal and some sort of deal with that? I think that could have been done. He's he's a, he's a he's probably a billionaire. Absolute billionaire. He doesn't need it, though. He could have gone back and played for nothing in Portugal. They were in the Champions League, in Lisbon as our club, all that kind of crack that goes with it. But look, there's obviously ego there as well. So, but his ego's getting damaged even more now, sitting on the bench. They're in the Europa League, so we can't even pad his Champions League record. It's beautiful, um, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's great beautiful. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's brilliant. I think Roy Keane's, I think he was out of order yesterday about the whole disrespect and thing and all. Listen, he's like. He's well, like do, pressing do you, stuff and all that. Yeah, he just. He's, oh, United you know, are disrespecting Ronaldo by keeping him on the bench. Listen, you wonder why Ron Keane never quite made it as a manager sometimes, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, could you imagine Keane saying that about anyone else? I, I couldn't, honestly. Just, I know he's his mate and stuff like that. But no, listen, I'm, I'm at Matt. It's absolutely brilliant watching him just fume sitting on the bench there. So long may I continue as well.
0: Yeah, and they, they, they've managed to try it. Two other times as well, too. Like you look at those great Real Madrid teams that won all those Champions Leagues, mm. and three of them that are, you know, two of them at least, I think, in Ronaldo and Varane that are past their best before date, and maybe even Casemiro on huge money going to Manchester United, trying to recapture glory from 2013, 2014. Like it's 10 years ago. Fantastic. Nice. So, yeah, it's I, you really nailed it. I, it's he's a victim of his own success. You know, he's too big of a brand. He's too big of a personality to not be on that top 10 highest paid footballers list. Like that's mm. how I would, you know, uh, armchair psychologist it that he he needs to see his name up there as I am the best paid because I am the best. So he can't take that hit to his ego and go and work with the young kids coming through at sporting mm. and young kids on the Portuguese team and, you know, kind of be that elder statesman. No, he's got to be the man. And uh, I don't know if Messi will get his Champions League record. It's 14 goals that Messi would need to equal it. So 140 for Ronaldo, 126 for Messi. So it's a ways to go. But, I mean, he's on a mm. team that's going to pump goals this year and might do it for another year or two. So
1: How much, young, how, how young, much
2: younger is Messi to Ronaldo? He's got... It's
0: like a year. year.
2: I think it's Was a, a it? year or something like that, yeah. Yeah. A yeah. year, year or two.
0: Okay. Year or two. But,
2: but Messi, see, listen, I haven't watched a whole lot of PSG. I'm just seeing pop-ups of... Assists and stuff like that. Messi seems to be kind of playing with a bit of a freedom where the so goals, the, he, he, the goals aren't bothering him. Like he's he's happy enough to be uh, playing playing balls through for Mbappe and Aymar and stuff like that. So that looks. That's just from listen. That's from me saying limited so stuff for PSG. Five five
0: goals and seven assists in nine league games for PSG. Yeah, so, so like he's like he, they're, they're seems to be fun. just
2: playing with the shackles off a little bit. That he's not. It doesn't have to be all. He's he's not looking at. Oh, he goes, I need the, to finish ahead of Ronaldo or whatever. He's just seems to be, he's gonna himself, be just kinda, yeah.
0: He's going to want to win it, that Champions League with PSG. Mm. You know, him and him and Neymar going there, that old Barcelona connection, and finally getting that, you know, the oil state over the line, that will be, you know, his mm. legacy. And if he doesn't, I think it probably cements his legacy over Ronaldo in the long term. Because
2: if they win it, he'll, he'll get the ball on the anyway, so.
0: Yeah, well, he'll, he'll, he'll probably knows. get it regardless.
2: Mm. Oh, the Lord. He's a year and a half younger, so we'll yeah.
0: for us.
1: There we go. Cool. Right. The last one. Davo, who is your winner?
2: Oh, I'm sticking with the North London team, and uh, I meant Arteta. Mikel Arteta uh, this week. Yeah, look, it, it, in, in a, in a funny, funny thing, I suppose, last year, the real kick, kicker for them came late in the season, and they had top four in their own hands, and they blew it, and they blew it against Spurs. Spurs made shite sure, uh, in that game with a couple of games to go on the season. Fast forward to now and Spurs coming in on a high and Arsenal obviously as well because they've been brilliant. Funnily enough, the only game they lost was at Old Trafford and they, and they were actually very good that day and just got suckered a couple of times in the counter-attack. Um, but yeah, look, their they, movement is is brilliant. Their recruitment's been very good. Uh, Jesus looks, looks... Listen, I always rate and big time. He, for some reason, I could be wrong, but... He always seemed to score against Liverpool for, for some reason, particularly at the end. He had a and I was going to fucker. I was guarding against us. but he looks, he looks, he looks to be the main man there. Really good signing, good shape there. Center backs look strong. Saliba looks like a really, really, really good player. Young, he was, he was very impressive the weekend. Gabriel not so much. A bit, uh, he's a bit rash at times, um, but they. Yeah, I think I think they look really strong. Now, listen, they 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 can be a little bit of a soft underbelly, like we, we go there on Sunday, and they'll be red hot favorites considering the shite that we've been serving up. So and that's happened before. They fancied that they fancied their chances before against us, and we've gone there and and not convincingly enough. But mm-hmm. um, now, listen, they've I, I have to say it. I think they've been really, really, really impressive. They haven't been slipping up. Stupid games and stuff like that, and they've. I think that I do. I, I think you'd have to put your money on the nail to finish second behind City,
1: yeah. On form you, you have to accept well, top of the league, so they're, they're in form side, but they've just got more balance about them now. Um, mm-hmm. even though it looks a bit odd at the start of the white at right back, it's working. Yeah. And to be fair to Arteta, he balls up his tactics in the United game, his, his, his sub actually killed, killed it for Arsenal, mm. but then he got it spot on in the Spurs game. So again, you've got to give him credit because uh, he got he, he was in danger of going a bit of a meme with the whole all or stuff that was coming out. you know, drawing light bulbs and all that sort of stuff, which you knew that was going to happen if Arsenal had a bad start. And he's, to be fair to him, it's one bad game uh, so far. The rest of it, you can't really fault him. So you've got to give him credit where credit, credit's you, I would say. Mm. Matt, how are you seeing Arteta?
0: i Amazing how it's turned around ever since it came out that he plays You'll Never Walk Alone at Arsenal training sessions. So, you know, just just saying. Uh, the thing, again, watching the game with Kev uh, on Saturday, of uh, the player that Granit Jacka has turned into this season completely taken me by surprise. You know, he just looked kind of in that mold of like a Hojbjerg or a Henderson or something like that. And he is getting so far forward. He's playing with so much energy going forward, getting into the box and causing havoc by being that late runner coming in. And it's completely unexpected. You know, out of all the young attacking talent that they have on that team, you're not expecting Granite Jacka to be the one stepping up and banging in goals. And at the same time, one of their big downfalls from their time under Arteta, they seem to have corrected, is they don't seem to be taking stupid red cards. And that the prime candidate of that is Granite Jacka. I mean, that guy was a bonehead. I thought he was done at the team when he, you know, went off and threw the captain's armband down and seemed to be having to go with the Arsenal fans. Like, that seemed like that was it. He would never play for that club again. And He just looks like a man reborn this season under Arteta, and he's got all these young kids flying around him, you know, with their busy young legs. And he's popping up in, inside the penalty area and putting goals in.
1: Yeah, Jonathan's saying uh, plays a buy into whatever he's doing. Still think he's a bit of a Brendan Rogers about him, though. He has got that sort of air of Brendan Rogers in his mannerisms. But look, whatever he's doing, it's working. You can't, we can't listen. Went through <laughs> loopfuzz. They we will. Uh, we they can't, they, they can't will mock listen. and criticize them because it's working.
2: They will have their wobbles, and I think they'll have them like within games as well at times. You have seen it in the defeat at Old Trafford like listen results matter, but like i said earlier Spurs were a couple of final balls away late in the first half from from getting in and maybe going in ahead but um they are getting out but they came out second half and really uh really put it on Spurs, But look, Kev was right. He he, he mentioned see what he's doing well now, see what they like march. And obviously that's it. Like there will be I think Arsenal over the course of a season, I think everybody would kind of struggle to buy into them. So they still have a lot to prove but I think this weekend, particularly after imploding against Spurs last year, um, big test after going to Old Trafford and losing. I don't I'm not yeah. sure they've played anyone else, but you know, obviously we played them this weekend. But they've had their first big test. They kind of failed. Big test at home in the local in the North London derby and came through a flying colour. So. Um, yeah, he's, he's he had had to go with him out. I, I, I hadn't got an me to do any Liverpool good or bad, Chris. So just, I just hadn't got an me It's been it's been well, done all honest. weekend, hasn't it? Between be your, your, your full time red, and the lads last night. Was, I can't I can't do any more. I can't. Yeah, I'll be honest. He struggles. of being good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Allison, <laughs> the, the, only main com- the main stand is coming. Mm. The main stand is coming along quite nicely. You know, mm. got large pieces <laughs> of the roof in place. Oh, great
1: brilliant <laughs> yeah
0: if if it's, I, it's, it's gonna be interesting though with arsenal because like I like you look at their starting 11s and they've pretty much had the same starting 11 i think in seven of their eight games so far so he's really not had to rotate and like they, those players are well drilled so like he's obviously doing something right yeah. on the training pitch because those players they all seem to know where they're going the <laughs> movements the new players they signed and brought in have settled in very very nicely uh but it'll be interesting when i don't even know if we yeah, we scored three goals. There you we go, Kevin. The three goals. that's a positive. We didn't yes, just it. go down by one; we went down by two. So that's also. An oh entrance. yeah,
2: we we really tried to throw it away. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, listen to shit as we've been. We're scoring goals, and 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 do you know what? what I only uh, I was reading it today, or I heard today. I think I read it on Twitter. We've us and City have conceded the same of no, of goals, which is Be, before the weekend. Yeah, was before it just, the weekend. Was it before, was it the, before weekend. the weekend? Oh, it's right, still, it's okay. yeah.
0: still, still the same. Three
1: and three, Oh, sorry. three, yeah. It is, yeah. It just doesn't yeah. feel that like way, but it, yeah, it doesn't feel like that it, it feels like it we is, don't have a guy scoring I, I, a fucking hat no. trick every game. No, <laughs> I,
2: I, I think me, myself and Matt were talking NFL before we come on. I think for an NFL, analogy, I think City, I can see it in a lot of garbage time stuff. Uh, the games are over and they're, uh, yeah, I think that's
1: the thing.
2: Like that game was six, that game was six one yesterday, and obviously the ship to Lake Oz oh, was ultimately don't really matter, it doesn't really yeah. matter at all. And, I don't think goal difference is gonna matter this year. The city somehow or another, I think they're gonna fucking walk it. So yeah, unless
0: it's unless yeah. it's to break the record, you know. Yeah.
2: And mm.
1: actually i saying it, it doesn't feel like we're scoring goals. It doesn't feel like we're scoring goals. We are, no, I think we're on about eighteen. But I mean, to be honest, not nine of them were against Bournemouth. So I think if you take that yeah. like, if you, if you
2: exclude the ball for the other games, it doesn't feel like
1: we're, we're just I think, I think
2: I think I think I think we've though. led I think we've led for the component half an hour or something this season. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if, sorry, uh, minus the Bournemouth, sorry, yeah, but minus the Barma game. You take the, the Barma yeah, yeah. game. game out, we've led for half an hour or something, yeah, mm-hmm. a minute against Newcastle. What was it? Probably, tw- was it? Was it 20 minutes yesterday or something, or Saturday 20 minutes? And so, it's it's uh, it's it's not yeah. great at all, well,
0: yeah. And then maybe- a couple, couple own goals in there, you know, they don't they don't register with you the same, you don't really remember them quite as much afterwards, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see why I enjoy doing full time. It's Carly at the moment. It's brilliant. I've
0: got
2: Kev. Oh, listen! Me, if it was. I've got. I've got Yeah, but it's as lively as it was Saturday all the time. it used to be. the most popular show. So <laughs>
1: not the most popular people. Maybe the most popular listen, show. listen.
2: Listen, Kev. Andy Young always says it's it's it's, it's the the pods are most lively after the fee Much Beautiful. more, much lively.
1: Yeah. Oh, you got Bonkers. Good point. Yeah. Liverpool women did actually win in the Cup yesterday. So that, that at least <laughs> cheered me up. That at least cheered part yeah. of my weekend up. So after getting tonked by Everton. So, you know, there was that as well. Right. Before we go, should we have a bit of, should we have a bit of chat about Rangers tomorrow? Because uh, yeah. Chaps League tomorrow is crept mm. up, isn't it? <laughs> just what just what we need. So Rangers, first time we've ever played them in a competitive fixture uh, in Europe. So this will be uh, live. Lively. Um, Davo, So.
2: What changes would you make? Uh, what changes would I make? I Puff would. The whole team. Yeah, no, I <laughs> would. I'm kind of torn on Trent, whether to keep him in and keep him playing through it or to make a change. And mm. well, I'm torn a bit as well as watching Gomez in that Napoli game was just, oh, it was just really Dejan Lovren and stuff. Now, having said that, Gomez, I did. I thought did quite well at the back end of the season. Any time dropped in, I think he dropped in a couple of times at Royful games. So I was at the Norwich game, and he did well uh, at, at Rifle. He's obviously not Trent going forward, but he's a bit more solid. There, he's a bit more defensive heading them. I'm a little bit torn with that. I think Klopp is going to stick with Trent. I think he'll, I think he'll stay with him. Um, yeah. A lot of I, think, I think I'd I'd like to see I'd like to think uh Nunes will get a game. I think we've got to just throw him in now and start giving him games. Uh, Klopp mentioned he spoke to him, had a good chat with him uh, before I don't know if it was before or after. I think I think it might have been after the game on Saturday saying, Look, everything is cool, just we'll get there and stuff like that. Um so I'd like to see him come in. Um I'd probably go I'd probably go like I think Diaz changed it when he came on the weekend, so he has to start. Hmm. as Salah, I think the back four might be the same, back five might be the same as they uh, played on Saturday in the midfield. Listen, who knows? I think, unfortunately... Rob's out of a hat. Yeah, I, I just think... <laughs> I'm I'm not one of them people in the Jordan Henderson hate a club like that, but I've... No, same with most players, with, with all players, like Henderson shit the weekend. So, if he's if he, if he shit, I'll just say he shit, a type of shit the weekend. And I do think... He's on the oh, way, and his, his legs are gone. Fabinho was a huge, huge worry. Uh, hasn't been right since his injury. Um, kind I of, probably the,
1: that's probably the worst for, I've seen Thiago play as well for Liverpool. Yeah, a a Thi- Thiago. By his by
2: Thiago, his, Thiago, by his Thiago, yeah, Thiago, yeah, Thiago, he was, yeah, he was terrible. He was, he was, he was poor. So midfield is kind of I'd, 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 I'd like anyone fucking stabbing, stabbing the dark at the midfield. Really, I think Fabinho will start. I think Thiago will start, and maybe might be Elliot. I've seen. I've, I've actually watched Rangers a good bit. I've seen. I've seen them a lot, and I don't want them to come back and bite me in the arse. But they cannot defend. They're absolutely fucking atrocious does, at the back. Does Ben David? Um, play? He, he hasn't really been getting in. Yeah, he, he hasn't
1: really. I think he, he,
2: play, he, he's he played. A, he's, a for, he's a hologram. for them yeah. as well. Jeez. No, we, <laughs> he, yeah, I, think, I think he played the weekend, and I, th- I think he went off at half time because he was on a yellow card. They won't train nothing against Hearts the weekend. Um, they're oh. quite porous at the back. Um. But this is going to be a five-five, five, five, isn't it? It's yeah, they've right, right, right back in the, right back to Vernier in the uh, as a similar mould to uh, to Trent. Mm. They can score. They can score goals. A um, couple of couple of pacey players and stuff like that, but they're, they're very, very, they're very, very poor at the back. So it And like we like we mentioned earlier, we scored a lot of goals as bad as we've been at the back. So. It could be a it could be a four one a four two or something like that. You you, uh, you wouldn't know, but changes wise, I think back five and front three probably pick themselves. And then, look like it's I, I don't know what you lads think in the, in the midfield.
1: Yeah, um, Matt. So obviously, in the in the Twitterverse that that we that we also all know about, um, there's also so people now want Trent in midfield. They seem to think this will solve the problem. I mean, I don't know who's playing right back. But um this is another thing that people think will solve all of our problems is Trent go to midfield. I think that we create a new problem at right back, but
0: Yeah, it's I see it. Having having seen how our midfield played when it was Jordan Henderson there or Harvey Elliott there, I don't see how our team is improved by putting Trent, who is rightly getting slaughtered for being fucking too slow and too lazy in his defensive work. How is our midfield helped by putting that player into that position? It doesn't make any sense. But I agreed with Kev with his call of Gomez in at center half. So like my 11, I got Ali and goal. I got Trent, Joe, Matip, Virgil, Simi, midfield of Fabinho and Arthur with Mo, Darwin and Diaz up top. We're going three at the back. Uh, no, but to be serious, I think Trent, Trent plays through it. It'll be same defenses played at the weekend. And I think the midfield will be Fabinho, Arthur and Harvey Elliott behind Mo, Darwin and Diaz up front. And it's time mm-hmm. to just, Arthur has to play. He's fucking here. We can't afford uh, another Ben Davies in midfield this year. We just can't. So if you can't, if you can't play at home against Rangers in the Champions League, then when can you, when can you play? And it's the same with Darwin. He's just, just throw him in there and just tell him to go, you know, Mm -hmm. and hope that the, and hope that they don't see anything like that in the Scottish league. Like hope that he brings a a speed and power to him that they're just not used to dealing with. So I'm confident that we can win because, you know, I've been lucky enough with the way that the, scheduling's gone with the first two game weeks in the Champions League I've watched both of the Rangers games they have not been good they no. have not been good so
1: unfortunately i we've said that about quite a few teams that we're about to play and then we've gone mm. oh, okay, we're, we're not playing much better <laughs> no you know much you saying saying uh, Chris did you watch the Gary Neville talk about Trent only needs four small things to fix up defensively to help him stake a claim as the best right back in the league uh not regarding as the best attacking right back. I've seen bits of it. Uh, what, what bits I've seen? I mean, Davy, you saw so I think you've seen all of it. It it was mm. good. It, good in the analysis. I mean that when Neville's not trying to be a banter merchant and actually does his
2: analysis. It's interesting. No, it, was, it was yeah, it was, it was excellent. It really was for somebody um who played the position, yeah. It was it was really good. A lot of it was about Trent's uh, posture when he's when he's when he's standing defenders up he needs to get lower down. Um so he can push off. And That's a lot of it was a lot of it was really you can, yeah, yeah. A lot of it was his body position. Then um, he he tends not to scan behind him. Like we've all seen videos of the Brian scanning and Thiago scanning before the ball comes in. And the examples they were shown, Trent isn't scanning at all. And he he kinda of needs to open his body out to be more open so he can see um so we can see what's behind him and stuff like that. But it was, uh, yeah, look at it. Is. It is small things. Neville defended him as in. The things uh, he can learn. The things yeah, he basically saying the these, these, these lads play games every three days. So you don't really get the opportunity to coach it into him. But mm-hmm. listen, Trent's, Trent's a good enough player. Um, I think that, listen, he'll know. It's, I'm sure the coaches are talking to him. I think, I think he's playing. I think he's, he's, he's lacking a lot of confidence. Um, at the minute. And I was expecting, like the boys said last night, I was expecting really a performance out after the Gareth Southgate stuff. Um and I was surprised it didn't happen, but I think I think the confidence is really low. that's why I'm kind of will Gomez come in at will Gomez come in at Roy Full or will he will he take him out to give him a break? I, I would I I think he'll I think he'll keep him in. I do think he'll keep him. Mm.
1: That's the thing, the Gareth Southgate thing. We had we had it in the COVID year where I think he got got criticised and then he played against Villa and scores the winner mm. but to you know, didn't have a great game defensively but no. he, he scores the winner Brighton doesn't have a great game defensively but nearly wins it at the end so you know, they're, they're the fine margins that's the thing with the criticism he gets with the England manager is we all hope he gets the reaction of I'll show you but he can also have the opposite reaction of I know I'm playing shit so the last thing I need to be told is the England manager to tell me you're mm. not good enough you know you don't need that uh, Kev's suggesting we go 4-4-2 and he's saying Arthur and Fabinho centrally, and then he's saying Diaz left,
2: Elliot right, Darwin and Jota up front through the middle. I listen. I, I, I don't know can can Cal put it in the chat. I haven't seen much of Arthur at all, and I just hope it's not a case of. Um, I'm I'm assuming he's kind of a Thiago type player. I'm 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 not sure. That's why I'm asking. But I mean, I don't want it to be like if you remember back when we had I and like, when mom was on the pitch making mistakes. Whoever was sitting on the bench was torn into the fan by some of the fan base. Like with yeah, like, with the with the mistakes that was going on the pitch, they were like, I'll oh, put Carrius back in, I put Minelli back in, and the reality was well, they were both shy. So <laughs> listen, I, I don't, I just, I'd rather, I, I listen, I don't think Arthur is, is fucking brutal, but I, I haven't seen much of him at all. I'm sure I've watched games that he's been playing. In. Um, he played the full nil. He played the full nil against Barcelona. I think a lot made you feel better. Jesus, did he fucking hell? Did he play that? Did he play
1: that day? Did, did he really? Yeah. Did he? I, think he came, I think he came off the bench, yeah.
2: All right, okay.
1: I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm not absolutely yeah. quizzes, Matt. We, we've established yeah. it a long time ago because um, Davos do not forgiven me for that one either. <laughs> yeah. So it's possible
0: that he didn't actually play for Barcelona that day. Could, <laughs> I, I,
1: I'll, I'll Google it now on there because, quite frankly, <laughs> I may have just. I may have just made that up, to be honest, but it, sound,
2: it yeah, sounds... But listen, come well, here, listen, I, 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 like I said, I haven't seen much of him buff. By all accounts, the, is that dude is very good. He's the, he's done uh, extra training. He's played for the 23s. He's got his own nutritionist in and people in with him. So he's like seems to be really making an effort, you know what I mean? So, but just listen, you, you can't ask for, I know that's the minimum, but it doesn't always happen that way with long players and stuff like that. So, um, no, so
1: I mean, it, it, it could, he could easily, like he said, just took his holiday. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to relax here. You know, I'll, I'll get fit when I get fit. You know, he could easily have done that, which um, plenty sort of would have expected him to do that anyway. So, um, right, two sacks uh, Anfield, where's Fordale? Here we go. <laughs> did Arthur Mello play, or did Chris make it up again? Which is quite possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm very it's good at... crazy.
0: Uh, that you go. Got thrown in the Telegram group that the Irish pubs are being told not to <laughs> open in Liverpool tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I was, I was trying not to touch on that. They got Lord Doffy brought, came in on seventy-five minutes uh, for Vidal. There we go. I knew I'd made it up. I don't think he did, I don't think he did anything, but you know, that's the
2: last game Needed, needed any of them? Let me. Well, <laughs> no, he definitely
0: didn't defend a corner. That's for sure.
2: No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that was good. Well. So I'm saying, do, do we think Ramsey will make the bench? Hopefully, but I see if Kanati could get. Uh, now he's back training. I'd actually like to see Kanati start because mm. that was. The best part of the run where, you know, look, we've got the Champions League final and came close in the league was it was Canati Matip was in rotation. Um, Mm. And Europe was perfect for Canati because he's just powerful in the air and his pace is unreal. And I do think that is something that if we are going to start Trent would help Trent having that pace next to him just Mm -hmm. to give him a bit of reassurance. And Virgil seems to quite like playing with Canati or Matip; He looks pretty relaxed with both. And I do think that's been a big miss uh for us as well as having him I think he's just he just became the presence. I mean it doesn't it says a lot when you have to try and push Math out. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah listen listen to, on the yeah, weekend. Yeah matthew was I was just gonna say that my didn't have as not many not many were great. matthew wasn't good at all the weekend. Yeah. No. Um so and this isn't listen I love him. I absolutely love him. I think he's brilliant uh but like it will be another option getting Kanate back, uh, for all the reasons you said it, like, he's a big like powerful in the air, very dangerous in set pieces. Um, really good player, pacey, everything you need. Listen, listen, am I gonna need these bodies back? Um am I gonna need them to stay fit as well. So fingers crossed that happens. Well,
1: then, that will give us a score prediction and goal scorers, you
2: know the rules. Uh I'll go four one and I'll go um, Salah two. Diaz and the illness. Okay. Matt, are you going to do a Keith?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to take 4-0. I was thinking 4-1, but I'll uh, I'll be in a little, use a little variety here. Let's go with 4 Uh Defense to look solid. to score, Darwin to get three. Okay.
1: I'm going to go for a nervy 2-1. Uh, and I think Nunes will score score the winner quite late because that's it. Just feels like that's how it's going mm-hmm. at the moment. I'd be quite content if it's at a comfortable four that like I could put my feet up. Oh,
2: I would be. I would be. I would be very, very worried about getting out of the group if we don't get six against Rangers in two yeah. games.
1: I think so. Yeah. Look, I, that's gonna be that's gonna be I the think, I
2: think We'd be really, really, really behind the eight ball for the for the group. Listen, you don't know how yeah. other games are going to play out, but they're the whipper no. boys so yeah. far. And, if you if you if you can't get six against them, I think you're in trouble. Well, if you get six against them, you're really looking realistically, you just need a point from the
1: last two games, and that takes the pressure off. you don't,
0: or just just don't lose to Ajax is all you have to do. <laughs> mm, we win these next I mean. two games. We just don't lose to Ajax. It doesn't matter. We can take the sixth mm. game off. You can start by Cheditch and Bobby Clark in the midfield and give everybody a much needed rest. Yeah. Whatever, but yeah, they, they they gotta win these games, and I think they will.
1: Yeah, because you, you really don't need a. Um, needing a win against Napoli I, mean, I, know, I know we've done it before but you know they're a ball like Napoli aren't yeah they, they are they, they,
2: were, they were the one team when the made I, like, I don't want this I don't yeah think I want this. Uh, so Red
1: Steve's got 6-0 Gomez sco- <laughs> scores the 4th from right back fair play to you Tom Boland 2-1 Jota and Matip uh, Stefan Mike's got 6-1 uh, Darwin Hattrick Bobby and Mo and Jonathan Nunes could do with a goal he really could it would be nice for him to get a goal, but I mean he's got to get on the pitch first and not headbutt people. That's sort of a nice thing yeah. if you not headbutt someone, that'd be really helpful.
2: <laughs> and listen, like he's it hasn't uh, it hasn't been as if like he's come in and hasn't got a sniff of a goal and doesn't look like getting a goal. He came in like he, he scored in the community shield, he scored against Fulham. Like he's like he's got he, he was before, unlucky against Everton not to not to score pick for uh Love uh, a very good side from him. So But sure, that. So listen, he's sure. been should have scored against Palfe. He does cause chaos. chaos. Mm. And I mean that, and I mean that,
1: I don't mean in a derogatory way, you know, no. his sheer presence. And yeah. it doesn't always come off, but he's direct. And yeah. I think sometimes we've missed a bit of that, a bit of directness, you know. So I think it's, we have to get used to the fact that, is for years of the fans, we've, there's been some suggestion going, we just play the same front three. Everyone knows how, the front, how our front three play. So we've now got a, a number nine who is quite different to how we normally play. Mm. It's got to take time to get used to him. It just doesn't mm. help for him. I think the two things that have killed Nunez, well, three has killed Nunez. Is, one is he's naturally compared to Haaland because they both came in the same summer. The team's playing crap, and I truly believe the plan was start start Jota as number nine and break Nunez in gently, and then start him once he's once he settles. But unfortunately, mm. Jota got injured pre season and he was thrown into it and hasn't quite taken his opportunity yet. But he's still young. We'll have to, we'll have to mm. see how it goes. Right, so rest of the week. So, tomorrow full time Reds mm-hmm. with me and Kev. So, be nice, please. <laughs> so, fingers crossed, we're looking at a win. Um, yep. I'm sure there'll be a midweek fix. Uh,
0: Matt, you want a viewer's voice this week? I believe we're going to try to do one, see if we can rouse up a few of the viewers to come on and join us. And at least we got football to talk about. You know, the last couple of weeks, it was like, what the hell are we going to talk about? You know, we haven't played in a month just about so yeah there should be football to talk about looking forward to the weekend as well see how down people are about arsenal it'll all depend on how tomorrow goes
1: yeah and then friday we it's going to be i think it's me and luke this week i think Kev's, Kev's getting a night off for for a change um it's normally me the scarves off uh and we've got arsenal fan on and we're trying to secure one more guest and then fatback 4 we'll be back on sunday and um, i don't know me and Kev might be doing a full-time Reds as well, you know, because you just get sick of, sick of me and Kev this week, so you know, it's just, just us too. So, but until then, listen, thanks thanks again in the chat, and just before we go, Ooh. don't forget... Smash Bobby, the fucking like button!
0: Yeah! Smash that like button! Now I feel like a proper YouTuber, telling people to smash that like button. That's what you're supposed to say, right? I don't know.
1: I don't know, I'm not a proper YouTuber. So, uh, the, the more important one is Bobby's Wish to Walk, he's so close now to, to the target, so... Details are in the description below. Uh, if you can donate, please donate. If if not, um, you know, just share it around. You know, let's get this lad to America and get get him get him his treatment. Kevs told me we are on there, uh, we are here on Sunday. So, okay, see me and Kevin Sunday as well. Then, so grand. Until then, though, Davo, thanks for coming on, Matt. I've enjoyed it, boys. So yep. Speak to you soon, guys. Be all behave yourselves.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.